Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 2087. Be prepared to be inspired. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, inspiring automotive enthusiasts, and welcome to Cars Yeah. Today I'm in beautiful Louisville. You can say that in multiple of ways, as I've learned. Kentucky with a very special guest by the name of Joe Atkinson. Joe, welcome to Cars Yeah. Do you have it in gear, and are you ready to release the clutch? Let's burn this track up, Mark. All right, we're going to lay some stripes down, as they say. Now, before I give you a proper introduction and we dive into what you're doing there, which is so important, I, I'm so excited to have you on the show today. What's one little thing that maybe people don't know about you, Joe? Well, I'd say that I'm from the South. However, I'm pretty sure Max gives that one <laughs> a little away. Bit. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I, just from a personal story, I don't share a lot, but I grew up in housing projects, and my mom often worked two jobs. Oh wow! Uh, so uh, those challenges. I started with uh, entrepreneurial spirit at a probably around the age of ten or so. Uh, I was always looking for ways to help my mom earn extra money, and uh, you know th- those circumstances. Uh, pushed me to do just about anything and learn to be creative in business. Uh, for example, in my quest to help her, I think this was sometime around 1970, there was a Krispy Kreme about a mile from our house. And uh, one Saturday morning, I noticed they were putting boxes of donuts out on the back uh, dock of the Krispy Kreme. And I, I found out from someone who worked there, they're, they're day-old donuts. Oh, and okay. uh, so I... Uh, found myself a grocery cart and I started in the donut business, the, 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 the day old donut <laughs> yeah. business. Good for and I would you. go down the street and back into the housing projects and every Saturday I would sell donuts and I raised a pretty good amount of money doing wow. that. My wow. mom's uh, appreciative. And then one day I, I learned uh, early on from business failures, I show up and the donuts aren't there. And I, I walked in to ask the manager, uh, you know, where's my donuts? And he's like, what are you talking about? Yeah. And I said, my donuts, you, you all put them back there. I take them and sell them. And uh, I was promptly thrown out of the Krispy Kreme yeah, donuts at yeah. that time. And my donut business ended. But I did learn there's a lot of different ways to, to find your way and, and do what you need in life. So What a heartwarming story, Joe. I mean, I... Uh... My heart goes out to you, and, and but wow, what a smart little kid you were. But I guess now that we're adults, you realize Krispy Kreme really didn't want you selling their day-old donuts. <laughs> no. That wasn't the uh, idea. The, your your story kind of reminds me of a Seinfeld episode where Elaine started a, uh, a muffin top business, and she would cook them and then take the stumps off and then donate the stumps. And the person getting the donations came over and said, why are you donating stumps? Where's the tops? All of our all of our people that come want the tops are saying, what's wrong with these things? And yeah, but you know, what a heartwarming story. Um, you, were a, you. you were a smart little kid. That's, that's really using your noggin. And not to mention that for the folks in the projects there that you, where you lived couldn't afford to go buy the full price donuts, but they could afford to buy the day old donuts. So uh Exactly. A quarter for a dozen donuts or 50 cents for a dozen mixed donuts was a pretty good deal back then. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. You know, I think if I'd been the manager of that Krispy Kreme, I would have hired you and given you a job. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah. Well, thanks. Yeah, hard worker. Well, let's jump into what you're doing now, because what you're doing now is continuing to help people in a, just an incredible way. And I'm so excited to share what you are doing with my listeners. Joe Atkinson is the president of Automotive Apprentices Group, an organization that prepares individuals for the automotive careers of the future through an innovative modern apprenticeship program. There's that donut selling that is unlike any other in America. He and his team help businesses in the automotive industry thrive by serving as talent pipeline to providing and develop the skilled workforce needed to ensure future success. At their core, AAG is a people-to-people organization that connect people to one another through an innovative modern apprenticeship solution. AAG will offer career-minded individuals a path to a brighter future, and they offer the automotive industry a workforce solution that can help their businesses prosper. And AAG is a registered and certified company with the U.S. Department of Labor. We're going to learn a lot more about this incredibly, tremendously important project. But first, a word from our sponsors. They keep our doors open, so give them a little love, and we'll be right back. I love Covercraft's new five-layer all-climate cover. It was developed and engineered for anything Mother Nature can throw our way. It's very soft, breathable, and easy to store and pampers your paint and interior surfaces, providing maximum UV, rain, dust, and snow protection. Add their gust guards for windy conditions for extra protection. Their five-layer all-climate cover is custom-tailored with Covercraft's attention to detail, form and fit with a quality and attention that's been their standard since 1965. Covercraft protects cars, trucks, motorcycles, RVs, trailers, and watercraft too. Every one of my vehicles is protected by a Covercraft cover. And I have a deal for you. Use the code YA21 at Covercraft.com and you'll get 10% off your Covercraft order plus free shipping. That's right, 10% off and free shipping. Just type in the word yeah, Y-E-A-H-21 at checkout, yeah 21 at Covercraft.com. Covercraft, protecting the things that move you. Zengen. It's a company that I learned about when I had Zengen's Matt Spurlock as a guest here on Cars Yeah. Matt's helping us enthusiasts understand the benefits of using oil analysis and proper sampling methods with the Zengen Consumer Testing Service to determine the condition of your engine in anything from cars to motorcycles, boats, and even aircraft engines. I gave it a try with my two vehicles, sent in my samples with their easy-to-use sample kit, and received my own personal Zengen report. I was thrilled to discover that both my cars got the perfect score of 10. Huh, what a relief. Wouldn't you like to know what's going on inside your engine before something expensive goes wrong that you had no idea was lurking under the hood? It's like a blood test for your body, but for your vehicle. Father's Day is coming, and I know Dad doesn't want another pair of socks or a goofy tie. This year, give Dad his very own Zengen oil test kit, and you'll make him smile. And I've got a great deal for you and for Dad. Go to ZengenScore.com and use the code CARSYA20, and you'll get 20% off your first two kits. What a deal! Preventative knowledge and maintenance could save you thousands, and you'll rest better at night knowing your engine's condition is A-OK. That's ZengenScore.com, and use the code Cars Yeah 20 today. Most people don't think about their collector car insurance until their annual premium becomes due. Well, why wait and see if there are better options for your beloved rides? I didn't. Did you know if you change carriers before your policy runs out, your insurance company has to refund you the unearned portion of your policy premium? 
I did my homework, I shopped around, and I found American Collectors Insurance. And that's who protects my Porsche Turbo. That's right, the one I call my orange crush. They've been protecting collector vehicles since 1976. I encourage you to call my friends at American Collectors Insurance. Ask them about their agreed value policy. And if your collector vehicle is on your regular auto policy, you will be shocked at the savings, not to mention the assurance, should something bad happen to your ride, that you'll get what your vehicle is actually worth. Give them a call today for a quote at 866-ACI-YEAH. That's 866 866- 224-9324. Tell them you're a friend of Mark Green at Cars Yeah. American Collectors Insurance. Classic car insurance designed by collectors for collectors. Automotive enthusiasts just like you and me. That's American Collectors Insurance. Give them a call today. So, Joe, we're back. What you're doing is so important, and my listeners know this because I talk to people every day who have companies that need workers. They're desperate for workers. In our pre-show chat, I spoke about one of them who was a guest last week, Bruce Canepa, who runs an incredible shop. I mean, if you loved cars, this is where you would want to work. And he told me, he said, I have about 67 employees. I could hire 20 more today with the amount of work we have, and I can't find anybody. It's a tragedy. It's desperation, and it's what you guys are trying to help. So tell us all about Automotive Apprentices Group and how you got involved with this. Well, in the 35 plus years I've been in the automotive industry, the ability to attract and retain qualified technician talent has always been a challenge. Over the last six, eight years, I would say the challenge has become significant and dealerships and truck centers, they desperately need techs and they desperately need young people, career-minded individuals to enter the industry. And that's what we're trying to do at AEG. We're trying to introduce a new wave of young people into this incredible industry. You know, these are great paying jobs. There's a tremendous amount of need. On the other hand, you have a lot of young people where college might not be an option or they're tired of just any number of unfulfilling jobs or jobs with very low ceilings that offer them very little potential in terms of growth. We are trying to, in a sense, be the matchmaker. We're trying to bring these young people who are looking for a trade skill. And and an automotive technician is a trade skill. It's like an electrician or a plumber. And it's something that when you need it, you need it quickly. Yeah. And where are they? I can't find anybody. Well, I I was talking to my neighbor yesterday about this. She said, I cannot find anybody to do work around my house. She's older. She can't do it herself. She doesn't have the skill sets. And where's everybody gone? I think at some point we started there were, there was a point where folks started thinking that that, that they were looking down on a technician career uh, as an option mm-hmm. and the truth is these jobs are out there in in abundance and they're high paying jobs yes. and when you're a master certified tech you can easily make six figures uh, I've seen a statistic once before that an automotive technician or a truck technician makes more in their lifetime than someone who has a bachelor's degree uh, and, and you have a lot of these great young people who love working with their hands. They love technology. And these are skill sets that are valuable to what we are are trying to achieve with bringing automotive technicians into the industry. You know, my partners and I, 
we're looking at this and we view tech knowledge as a valuable resource. But what happens when that resource is lost, when someone retires or, or they leave for another industry? It's gone. Decades of knowledge walks out the door and you don't have it. But with apprenticeship, and a lot of these techs are great teachers, uh, really great teachers. And, you know, they share their knowledge, their wisdom. And in a sense, that keeps that legacy of learning and what they've gained over their lifetime going. It's not just wasted. So, you know, for the apprentice, our program brings them into it. And we're selective. Not everyone gets to join. We, we're looking for career-minded folks. But once you're in our program, you have no college debt. We cover your college. Uh, we what? do. Okay, say that one more time because that is an ear opener. When you look at the travesty of college debt in this country, it's overwhelming. So say that one more time, would you? Yeah. There's no college debt. There's no cost to participate in our program for these young people. Wow. We handle paid employment and job placement. The cornerstone of what we do, though, is mentoring and career coaching. So the entire time, it's a 24-month program for training, and they have mentored career support the, the entire time they're in our program. We work with them. We advocate for them. We make them accountable for being where they need to be. There, there's three types of learning for them. There's on-the-job training, which is immensely valuable because they're learning in an actual work environment and applying things. It's not just let me read it and see what's going on and, and then go apply it when I get out of a technical school in, in two years. No, they're learning on the job. Then we have our uh, discovery-based e-learning, which is very dynamic 3D modules. It's theory-based learning, which helps expedite their grasp and, and their their ability to become more proficient in certain duties because they're seeing it there before they see it in hands-on situations. Yeah. And then the third part of what we provide them with is that technical school training. And we, we, we have them in hands-on modules each month where they may do eight hours of training just uh, with certified trainers on brakes or steering. So over the course of the program, they become more and more proficient. And, you know, the, the thing that the, the dealers have enjoyed is these young people contribute quickly once they join these dealerships. I tell them it's kind of like a two-year job interview in the dealership where the, uh, the they get to develop relationships and learn in that environment. And the best thing for the dealers, they know exactly what this young person is capable of. I mean, how many times do you have someone apply for a job where they know exactly what what you can really you know, do for them, exactly. yeah, which is pretty much zero. You're, they're trusting what you're telling them because even if you call, if you hire, and I hired lots and lots of people, the business I was with before, and you would call and get references, but everybody was so litigiously afraid of saying anything negative about anybody. They would just say, oh yeah, they were great. And that's all you could ever get. And you never got the real story, but through your program, people can see what they're getting beforehand. Exactly. And, and, and the benefits for the dealer are great as well. We handle all aspects of this apprenticeship from recruiting uh, and hiring. They actually work as our employee and we place them in the dealerships. Uh, we have orientation, soft skills training. Uh, we handle their compensation. We, we set up their educational training and uh, ultimately manage their performance and their progress through the program. And most will, uh, will graduate within a 24-month period. Not everyone learns at the same pace. Others might get out in 18 
months uh, based on how fast they progress. But it's a, a fantastic opportunity uh, for young people to find something they enjoy doing without any obstacles to participating. No, there's no cost to be in there and in our program. And the reality is this can be a, a huge change in the trajectory of some of these young people's lives. It can be a generational change for their family in terms of what they learn and how they grow with their, their income. And uh, it's a perfect marriage because Right now, if we don't find a way to bring technicians into both the automotive and, and the heavy vehicle vehicle uh, segment, we're going to be facing some big challenges. If if you have a, a work car or work truck and There's you depend no one on to it, fix it, yeah, what do you do? It shuts your business down. Yeah, yeah. It's just you know, it is such a a major problem right now. And I I, I said that earlier. Where have all the workers gone? And I keep hearing that phrase over and over and over. And COVID, aside from all the things that it did, it did something to this workforce. And I, I see it with companies and businesses. You go to a restaurant, they have signs. We don't have enough people. Thanks for your patience. Uh, you go anywhere. And I've been starting to migrate into professional offices. Sorry, we can't help you. We don't have enough people. Uh, you try to call and get help. It, it's a major problem. I was shocked to learn even years ago how much technicians at let's say a dealership make and i went i had no idea that they could make that kind of money that's a real income i mean we talk about oh minimum wage has to be i mean we're way past that of what what these technicians are earning it's they're real jobs they can support families they're wonderful i walk in dealerships all the time that tell me they have several technicians in their shop that make 150 grand oh, a year. Yeah, so I know. the in, the income is there. I'll tell you one other thing is everyone wants to talk about these young people don't want to work. I've, I've heard that. That's not what we're experiencing. What we're seeing with a lot of these young people is a sense of frustration that they pursue these jobs that offer these high hourly wages, uh, you know, that'll say, oh, start here for 20, 23, $25 an hour. And, and they think that's great until they, they show up and all of a sudden they go from 40 hours to 30 to 20 to 15 hours a week. And uh, what we're finding is a great deal of frustration with some young people that they can't find full-time employment and rewarding employment. And, and being a technician every day is different. You know, you might be working on cars, but you're not working on the same thing every day. And that variety makes this a tremendous uh, career for a lot of people who enjoy variety or having that, that type of knowing that it's not the same tedious, same old thing every day. Yeah, they're they're really rewarding jobs. And as I mentioned, mentioning Bruce Canepa, now if you loved old cars, old vintage cars, race cars, and you have the skill sets, that is a dream place to go work because they work on the best of the best of the best. But as Bruce said to me, he said, I can't afford to train people while, while I'm paying them and while I'm working on these very expensive cars. So I'm kind of stuck. So it sounds like the Automotive Apprentices Group is a solution for a shop like his and the many other people I've had on the show. It, it sure is. And there's so many older technicians and, and a lot of these shops don't have a plan to replace them. And, and the wear and tear on their body as they get older, you know, having a young person to work with who can do the lifting and, and who's a little more flexible to bend in and do things <laughs> yeah. and, and do, help with those types of functions 
and be learning while they do help this this older tech who's sharing this. We call it intergenerational learning. You know, there, there's a lot of knowledge in each of these shops and apprenticeship is a great way to keep that knowledge in the shop. And it's candidly, it's time in America, we look at apprenticeships as a career path, you know, that's just as rewarding as college. I agree. I agree a thousand percent. I think it has, that mindset has to change. And I, I think it is slowly changing. You get people like uh, Mike Rowe, who's a huge advocate for this, going back to his first Dirty Jobs career on TV. And he's really become an advocate for this. And I see a mindset starting to change, which is great. I've even had young people on this show that are getting into this industry. And I think it's I think it's what we need to do. And, and we talk about mentorship. The importance of mentorship within your programs is key, right? It is. It really is the foundation of what we're doing. And and for a lot of these young people, let's say someone's coming out of high school, to make the leap from a a classroom setting to a workplace setting is difficult. And you have to combine that with the the fact that they're 18 years old. Yeah, yeah, they're really just kids. Yeah. Yeah. And, And they've been told all of their life. Well, here's where you have to be and here's what you have to do. And then one day it's, you know, well, what are you going to do now? And they've not been making their own decisions. But the funny thing is they want that. They want career options. We find that a lot of these young folks coming into the industry like controlling their future. They like knowing that they have a skill that if they work hard, they're going to be rewarded for it, that no one else determines how far they can go. They can determine how far they can go. Yeah, that self-worth is incredible. And sometimes people aren't taught that at home. Uh, They're almost not taught it in schools, I don't think. It's something that they learn, like you say, and I learned a lot of it being around mentors, people that helped me, adults that helped me, aside from my parents, of course, that were a huge, tremendous help, but people outside of the family that gave me opportunities to do things that built up my self-worth and made me realize I can be responsible for myself. I don't have to rely on my parents anymore. I can rely on myself. And there's nothing more to a human being than realizing that opportunity exists. Yes, I agree 100% on that, Mark. Yeah, it's strong. Let's take a short break. We'll thank our sponsors. We're going to come back. Boy, we talked about a lot of challenges today uh, that the workforce is facing and the people going into the workforce, but we're going to dwell on that a little bit more. So keep tight. We'll be right back. Oh, thank you. Auto Geeks Blackfire SiO2 Spray Sealant. It's a spray-on, wipe-off sealant that's quick, safe, and easy to clean and protect your vehicles. I love using it on all my cars. AutoGeek's Blackfire SiO2 Spray Sealant is a spray-on, wipe-away sealant that uses SiO2 ingredients to provide a slick, brilliant, and long-lasting shine. Silicon dioxide is known to be one of the most effective ingredients in car care products, and Blackfire Spray Sealant takes advantage of every stunning feature it has to offer. This sealant will protect your paint from road film, dirt, and other common contaminants while providing an impeccable, long-lasting, hydrophobic surface that forces water to sheet and bead on your paint for months. Go to autogeek.net to get yours and for the best product selections on the internet today, along with their skilled technical support. Autogeek.net is where I go for all my detailing needs. That's autogeek.net. Check them out today. Linkage. It's a new quarterly publication and website that covers the automotive market, driving, restoring, collecting, and discovering your passion for motor vehicles. Linkage is about experiences, 
opinions, and values. Linkage is an actual, informed, reasoned opinion based on firsthand experiences. A talented Linkage team covers the automotive world, the people who share your passion and mine, smart, considered, rational, and experienced opinions, ones you can learn from and grow. That includes our passion that drives auctions and the collector car market. So come with me and join us on this journey. And be sure to use the code CARSYEAH when you subscribe, and they'll give you $10 off. Boom! Linkage, geared for the automotive life. Subscribe today at LinkageMag.com. So, Joe, I like to ask people about huge challenges, obstacles, failures. And the reason I ask them this is, really, what did they learn from it that was of value? I think for so long we've been taught, and we get taught this from, I think, I'll I'll pick on schools a little bit. When you take a test in school, first grade, a spelling test, and you miss some, you get not a star, but a frowny face on your, and it's like, yeah, you you see, you feel terrible that you had a challenge. You missed something, but I think that needs to be turned around so that we realize, well, here's some things that you still need to learn. And that's a good thing. So when you look at your life and your career, is there a big challenge you faced that taught you a really valuable lesson? Oh boy. I've, I've Maybe learned a, a lot of, yeah, there's been, <laughs> me too. you know, I, I guess I'll, I'll speak to a personal challenge. Right. Uh, I am, uh, as my wife would say, overly optimistic. I'm just <laughs> ridiculously optimistic. You're and that I've kid always, selling donuts, baby. That's I, well, <laughs> I, I've always believed that everything is possible. And, and I've always believed if you fully commit to resolving an issue, you can achieve the outcome you desire. A few years ago, uh, that changed for me a little bit. Uh, my mom passed away. Uh, she was in an ICU for 80 days and then to rehab and extended care. And for almost eight months, I was there every day. I was talking with doctors, trying to encourage my mom, push her to get better. And I was engaging experts. I was speaking with executives at every level in healthcare, including CEOs, everything I could. I was committed to helping my mom. And and my mom was a fighter. I mean, she she was just tough, tough. And I love that about her. But regardless of all those efforts and, and all these people working on her behalf, she, she succumbed to her medical challenges and passed away. And it was the first time I truly realized that some things are out of my control, that you know, and and I've learned to be more accepting of that reality now. And, you know, I still try everything possible to resolve any challenge and achieve any goal. I've learned to be more accepting that there's some things that are just simply out of my control. You know, I, I won't st- I'll still try to overcome them. But, you know, at the end, uh, it's it's taught me to be easier on myself. You know, I was just going to say that to you, Joe. I, I I suffer from the same thing, and I had this talk with my son, actually, and I was kind of twisted in a knot. When you think about what's going on in the world today, there's so many things, especially in the last two and a half years, that have just uh, made us all sigh and, and be fearful and all the things that can happen and getting myself, ra- myself wrapped around the axle on these things. And as my son was saying, Dad, you have to learn that there are things out of your control. You have no control over these things. Try your best not to focus on those and focus only on the things you have control over and let the other stuff go. It, it's, you know, and I, am I kind of hitting on the right cylinders here with you? Yeah, 100%. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, 
it's one of those things that every now and then you have to give yourself uh, a little bit of a break on things, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, and and you can't shoulder the entire responsibility if there are things under out of your control. I, I control everything I can, but I've learned that regardless of uh, how committed I am, there are some things that are just not going to always end the way you want them to. You know, yeah, I think you said it well. Be you know, be a little less harsh on yourself. And I've had friends that I. I look at their lives and I go, how can you just go through life being so willy-nilly? <laughs> and then that gets me all wrapped up. And, you know, they've said, well, I've chosen not to let things I can't control bother me. <laughs> well, teach me how to do that, would mm-hmm. you? <laughs> you know? Oh, I didn't man. learn that till later in life. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you and I need to sit down and over a cup of coffee and you can teach me a few things in that respect. Okay, Joe? I would appreciate too, that. Mark. I'd enjoy that. Yeah, that would be nice. Hey, let's talk about a special vehicle story in your life. Is there a vehicle that stands out for you? Oh, I, I, yes. And it's a Mercedes-Benz G-Wagon. Ooh. I guess the Galandavagen. Yeah. Uh, the, the first time I drove one, I was hooked. I've had a lot of great cars, but uh, driving a G-Wagon kind of, uh, it, it just there was something about it. It it there it, it gives us a sense of confidence, um, a sense of adventure. Just it, it, it's an outstanding vehicle. Yeah, they're tanks. I mean, they, they, and what's interesting is how they originally were built as basically off-road tanks, and now they become a bit of a well, not a bit, but a status symbol. You see rock stars and movie stars driving them, and they you see them driving around, and but they've kind of been the same underneath all the the bling and glitz and glamour forever right they have and i had the the good fortune of a few years uh, as several years ago i uh, i was doing some work with mercedes benz and i uh, i got to uh, visit graz austria where they at the g wagon factory oh, how and, fun and, that and must see have how been. much effort was put into building each model and and then i got to have some fun myself and a few others uh, drive uh, a G wagon up a mountain and by up a mountain, <laughs> not on a path or a road over rocks and, and terrain and, you know, 45 degree angles. And just, it was truly white knuckle driving. And I'm not going to lie. I loved every single second. <laughs> it was a ball, but then we got to the top of the mountain and, um, there were some guys waiting up there for us. Yeah. And, uh, one came over and introduced himself to me as Joseph. He was German, and he was a professional downhill racer. Uh, and he took the wheel. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh. Instead of going 10 to 15 miles an hour up the hill, up the mountain, yeah. uh, we were doing about 70. Oh, my so gosh. Oh, my was, gosh. Uh, wow. It was adrenaline rush, and, and uh, it just made me even more committed to it. I mean, it's just – you feel safe driving one. You feel like you can overcome anything out there. It's just a, a really fantastic vehicle. And while I was at the plant, and, and, and I'm pretty sure I have this right, but I think they told me it takes 36 hours to produce a Mercedes-Benz sedan, and it takes 133 hours to produce a G-Wagon. Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah, that's, that's fascinating. Wow, very, very cool. Well, 
I'm going to crawl into your skull and be your car psychologist a little bit today, Joe. I bet nobody's ever asked you this before. If you were, oh, if you, no. yeah, here we go. <laughs> if you were uh, reincarnated, pun intended, not what you want to be, but how you perceive yourself, the man in the mirror, what would Joe be? But more importantly, why? Hmm. I probably a vehicle, right? Yeah, a vehicle. Yeah, it could be a. Could be a some people on the show have been bicycles. <laughs> some oh, have wow. been airplanes. Yeah. I'd probably be a Toyota TRD off-road probe. Okay, now that's the first time I've heard that answer. Why is that? I like to get off the beaten path and pursue new adventures. Okay. I like enjoying new experiences, uh, but they're also dependable and responsive. And I think of myself as uh, being dependable and uh, and. I don't mind saying uh, their body style and mine are probably a lot alike. They're thick and bulky. <laughs> so, Fair enough. And big. Yeah. So yeah. I, I could see myself being uh, that TRD off-road pro. Yeah, those things are, are brutal. There's a, a great website, uh, Toyota website you can go to, and they show one. It, it's weird you mention this because my neighbor was talking about these, and I went and looked, and they showed their truck, which looks a lot like the Ford Raptor in its stance and its feeling and its nature, and then they have the Forerunner TRD Pro, and they're in lime green, kind of that Porsche mm-hmm. Mamba green color, which is so oh, yeah. so cool. And I went, man, that's, that's pretty sweet. So, uh, okay, fair enough. You're the first one of those on this show. <laughs> Very cool. All right, well, I like it. I always ask my guests about giving back. Everything you do is about giving back. So I'm going to jump to my next question, and that is, would you share a great book with us? Wow. You know, I'm a little odd when it comes to books. I enjoy <laughs> horror stories. Oh, uh, okay. I read a lot of business books. That's um, good. I'd say my favorite is The the Effective Executive by Peter Drucker. It, it's just incredible advice for managing and working with others, uh, and it's a goldmine of valuable insight and information. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, just off that, I'd also recommend anything by Malcolm Gladwell. I just – I, I just think he tells incredible stories about the world we live in and, and kind of pulls the curtain back and lets us see things for what they really are as opposed to what we may think they are on a more sub- superficial level. Yeah, Gladwell has written some really cool stuff. And well, the, I think the first book I read of his was The Tipping Point, but I loved Outliers, mm-hmm. Tip- Talking to Strangers. Um, there's also The Bomber. Have you read The Bomber Mafia? I honestly, my wife just got me that book a while back. I've not had an opportunity to read it yet, but I want to read that. You're going to like it. Yeah, there's some great ones there. Awesome. Well, I'm going to enable you to go on what I call the ultimate ride or drive today, Joe. I'm going to buy you any vehicle you would like. You can sit in that car with any person in the world, including somebody who's past. So somebody from the past, and you can be driving anywhere. So I have a feeling maybe we're going to go on a great off-road adventure, but I don't know. What does that ultimate drive look like for you? Well, you know, I hate to even sound sappy about this, but the truth is it, I, I love going on drives with my wife. It's one of the, our favorite nice. things to do. Yeah. Uh, we have a, a thing we've done for years where we can't use nav and we'll we'll start down back roads or country roads and you just turn off any given road. You just pick one and wow. at ran- and you just keep driving and we'll go for ours. Uh, wow. But cool. um, 
you know, I, uh, it, it, these drives make us closer. We have the best conversations in the cars and, uh, there's no distractions, but the scenery and seeing things for the first time. Uh, it's just a great way to connect with each other. And I think it's made our relationship stronger doing this. Um, fun. Cool. You know, yeah, I would probably want to do it in a G-Wagon because I, I do like the excitement of going off-road, but uh, I like to drive fast, and this drives my wife crazy. I, I jokingly call her my navigator. Uh, so, <laughs> I'm gonna, um, you know, I'm going to try that with my wife. I don't think it's going to go over very well. Well, <laughs> she knows I'm kidding. I say, oh, you're a great navigation system. <laughs> But she does kind of when it's time to figure out where we need to be. She is the one that does that better than I. Yeah, so good. She doesn't really nag me while we're in the car. We have a lot of fun, and uh, she's got a great sense of humor. So there it just go. became a joke. With us. I love it. I love it. That's very very nice. Uh, what a good life. So before I let you go today, and you've shared some really important information with us, and we'll touch on how people can reach out to Automotive Apprentices Group. What are some parting words of wisdom or inspiration or mantra you could share with us today? You know, it's something, there, there's something I've told my children and my coworkers for years, uh, and I've always believed it. And I think my mom used to tell me this, uh, the obstacles to success aren't in front of you, they're inside of you. You know, don't let self-limiting beliefs hold you back. We all have them, no matter what people may think of others. You know, we... But to achieve what we want, we just need to push past those those obstacles and self-limiting beliefs. Yeah. Boy, isn't that the truth? It's all in the mind. That's for sure. How can people learn more about this incredibly important program that you folks do at Automotive Apprentices Group? Uh, just visit us at uh, aagamerica.com or you can call 833-562-7224. But if anyone would like information, they could email me at jatkinson, A-T-K-I-N-S-O-N, at aagamerica.com. Be happy to talk with you or, or, or share information. Uh, we're, we're looking to grow across the, the U.S. and bring this uh, opportunity to thousands of young people and, and to help dealerships across the, the, the nation solve a challenge that they've not been able to solve for the last few decades. Ah, so important what you're doing. This is awesome. I'm so happy to get to share your story with my listeners uh, out there. And I want to do a shout out. Thank you to Nicholas Wyman for introducing me to Joe today. He's great. Nicholas huh? is great. Oh, gosh. Yes. He's a great friend and, and we have a lot of fun together. Yeah. Thanks, Nick. Really appreciate it. Joe, thank you for being so generous with your time and expertise and for doing what you are doing. You are setting the path for a whole new directory direction. Directory? Direction and trajectory. That's what I was trying to say. I mean, combine those words together, kind of like nagation. Uh, <laughs> I like that. Uh, really, really appreciate you sharing this with us today. And until we talk again, my friend, I'll see you down the road. Thanks, Mark. I've enjoyed it. And uh, I hope to meet you one day in person soon. Absolutely. There you go. Um, Automotive Apprentices Group. Check them out. If your car started today, well, thank a tech. If that truck delivering your goods today got to your home or your business, thank a tech. If that airplane you rode in took off and landed safely, 
And if that boat you're riding in arrived at the dock safe and sound, that's right. Thank a tech. One thing the pandemic has taught us is that great techs keep America rolling. They are essential workers and we need them. Support career and technical education by getting involved with TechForce Foundation. It's a Cars Yeah charity of choice. Learn more at techforce.org today. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah.